There's chocolate on your iPad. Chocolate on my iPad. I'm uh, not eating my kids' leftover Halloween candy. I've no. had so much. You know those um, at the Kroger, they have the pumpkin, Reese's Cup oh pumpkins. Oh my gosh, those are the best. And they're like, buy two, get one free. <gasps> so every time I go to Kroger, I buy six. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and the I'm deal like- is I get three. And then there's one for everybody else in my yeah. family. But I get three. Those three are yeah. mine. And don't you touch them. Don't. No, 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 no. Mm. I'm that way with the Cadbury eggs. Oh, yeah. Mm. I don't. There's something about them that grosses me out. I put them in the fridge. That might so be better. It's so it's not, not as liquidy. runny. Yeah, it's solidified. Okay. At that That's point. actually very smart. Yeah. Because I can't. I don't like the runny. Well, and Cadbury chocolate gets really, I don't know, just melty super fast because it's legit chocolate. Yeah. yeah. So like in I your always, fingers and yeah. stuff. So that's why I put it in the fridge. It's smart. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, this is the Witch's Magic Murder and Mystery Podcast. This is not a candy. It's a candy review commercial. podcast. That's what we do. <laughs> Man, that would be great. We should do that. I would love and that. And then maybe people would send us candy. <gasps> From your country. Yes. <laughs> Send us the candy that's the most popular in your state. Oh, man. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. Isn't ours something weird like Swedish fish or something? I mean, there are Swedish fish, but I don't know if they're actually from Sweden. But Kentucky is like most purchased. I don't know. We'll have to Google that. Um, That's Kara. Oh, hey. Yeah. There's Megan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another quick thing on those Reese's Cut Pumpkins. (laughs) My papa is like a peanut butter fanatic. That's where I get it from. He's adorable. He's the cutest thing ever. But he has this theory about why those are so good. Like all of them. The Reese's Cut eggs and the Reese's Cut Pumpkins. He's like, Megan. And the trees. Yes, they're like seasonal Mm -hmm. Reese's Cut things. He's like, the reason those taste so much better is because they're more fresh because they only make them for the that time of year oh. all those standard Reese cups they make all year just, long and you don't know there. how long they've been there oh he's put a lot of thought into why those are so wow because i don't usually buy Reese cups just regularly but the seasonal yeah. ones i can't okay listen ignore. i don't like milky ways normally but they used to make these milky way reindeer and milky way santas and they were perfection just oh, like i've never the, even heard of that just the amount that they put in it was perfection, but now they've changed the recipe and I don't like them anymore. Oh, well, let's write them a strongly worded letter. Yes, from the Witch's Magic Murder Mystery <laughs> Podcast. We just want you to know we're very displeased. You three changed dis- your recipe. Three displeases later. <laughs> and here we are. Uh, okay. Anyway, okay. hey, it's a Tuesday episode. Hey, uh, we got a side piece. Yep. On a Super exciting. Okay. Mine is on an alien encounter. Oh, in Zimbabwe. 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 Nice. So September 16th, 1994, there was an alleged UFO sighting outside Zim- in this one town. I think it's Rua. I really enjoy how you're like in this yeah, one in town. In this one town. In this place. Uh, in Zimbabwe. <laughs> so there were 62 students at this private school. They were between the ages of 6 and 12, and they claimed that they saw one or more silver crafts descend from the sky and land on a field near the school oh one or more one or more like they're not sure they saw more than one well some kids were like well i just saw one some kids were like there were several so they were like "Mm, how many were there maybe they were all in a perfectly straight line and so the kids who were directly in front of them could only see the first one one. yes yeah yeah yeah. let's make it make sense i like that the best (laughs) also they only had one teacher watching them the rest were in a teacher meeting so that seems like a bad plan yeah let's leave them for the aliens Okay, they said there were several creatures dressed in black. They said that they approached them and telepathically communicated messages to them. And all of the kids said in different instances that the communication was about the environment. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 
Like, like, like you got to save the planet. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, like, really? You need to take care of this world because we depend on it. So you all need to make sure that it's clean. Yeah. <gasps> and maybe like we know what can happen if yes. you don't. Yeah, exactly. Oh like this it's going to so- end if it doesn't get better. Okay. I just need you to know that this is like how I feel about like environment stuff. My mom was recycling back before recycling was a thing. She was, I mean, I was in ni- in the 90s. My mm-hmm. mom was like, we're recycling. So I love it. It's always been like a thing for me. And I get real freaked out about environmental stuff. I, love I get real concerned so about it. Okay. Well, these aliens in Zimbabwe are your friends. Though. They are. Okay. So um, they <laughs> they were just like freaked out. But some of the kids were like, huh. Okay. Like the older kids were like, okay, we're going to talk to them. Like we're going to yeah. stay here. Some of the kids ran. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense that the environment's a thing, you guys. Yeah. And that aliens would know better than us because they're smarter and they've been around longer. Yes. <laughs> So at the time, this area was just like not, it was more like agriculture. So, of course, the aliens would want to land there. Like I said, this was an expensive private school. So all of the kids or majority of the kids were from like really wealthy families in the area. Two days before this incident at the school, there were a number of UFO sightings in Southern Africa. There were tons of reports of bright fireballs in the sky, tons of people. So ZBC Radio in Zimbabwe put out a request. They were like, if you have gotten or if you've had any sightings, if you've gotten word from friends, if you've heard any details about UFOs, aliens, anything in the area, call in. We want to know. You know, radio stations love that stuff. Yeah. So they were overwhelmed by the amount of responses they got yeah oh wow like tons of people were calling in with just like tons of details so a lot of people saw this it's not like it was just the kids yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. one person was like no 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 like that it's a skeptic they were just like it's just the re-entry of the zenit 2 rocket from the cosmos 2290 satellite launch it's just (laughs) oh it's just that it's just that they're all over the place it's just the fireballs coming off of that don't worry about it it's nothing i mean they said that Roswell was a weather balloon. Too. Exactly. I don't believe anything. Exactly. I, don't, I believe nothing the government tells me. Yeah. I've turned um, into one of those people. <laughs> no, I love it. I don't believe the government. I don't believe, <laughs> I don't believe what they say. Don't tell me otherwise. <laughs> okay. So it said local, local researcher, Cynthia Hine, she was a UFO researcher. She recorded other alien sightings at the time, and one included a daylight sighting by a young boy and his mother. They reported alien beings on a road by a trucker. Mm. Mm-hmm. it's so creepy oh man yeah so the alien encounter at the school was around 10 a.m like i said they were on a morning break majority of the adults were inside um and they said the entire incident lasted about 15 minutes and when they returned to class of course they were hysterical they were talking to the teachers they were like oh my gosh so and so this happened this happened this happened the teachers are like what game were you all playing no oh, man like what are you all doing like this your children so you, nothing you can say is valid yeah and so then the next day the parents come to the school and they're like what are our kids talking about like this is insane that you're like teaching our kids this like why yeah. are you playing these games why, with our kids why are you teaching them about aliens yeah like what are what are you doing so then um, that UFO researcher decided she was, Cynthia, decided she was going to get involved. She visited the school, interviewed all the children, asked them to draw pictures of what they had seen, but she asked them separately. So it's not like the kids all had time to gather together and be like, we're going to draw them like this. And no kid right. can draw the same. No. 
she said that all of their pictures were the same. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's not like they just saw something in the sky. Like they had the aliens come out and talk to them. Yeah. So like the whole explanation of it's just the rocket returning or yes, fireballs exactly. or whatever. That doesn't explain no. what they were told no. or the beings that they spoke to. Right. Oh my God, yeah. you guys. I'm mm. <gasps> So there's a BBC correspondent. We love the BBC. Yeah. Willow is obsessed. Um, in Zimbabwe, his name was Tim Leach. He visited the school on September 19th to film interviews with the pupils and um, Cynthia. So he said after inv- investigating this incident, he was just like, you know what? I've been in war zones and I can handle this, but I cannot handle the alien encounters that these kids are telling me about. Like, ju- it's terrifying. Yeah, I think I've told you. I had a friend who had a major, major phobia of sharks and aliens. Yeah. In a way that I was like, why are you so afraid of aliens? Mm-hmm. But it was like, I mean, terrifying. you couldn't even discuss right. it. Right. But it is scary, I guess, to think like, because we don't really know what they're. They could just creep inside be. your mind. Mm-hmm. Don't like it. They just stand don't in front like of that. you and they talk to you. And I don't, Megan. Don't what like am that. I saying right now? <laughs> <laughs> to be talked to by someone who's not moving their mouth. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Don't, or like no, little you. slits for mouths. Because like, remember the Kentucky. Or they have goblins? no mouth. No, yeah, they yeah, have yeah. No mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're talking, and you're like, "Where's it coming from? Where's it coming from?" Okay. In November of that year, there was a Harvard University professor of psychiatry, John Mack. He went to the school to interview all the kids. And throughout the 90s, he had investigated UFO sightings and he was just really interested in it. And then some people were like, oh, he's a whack. Like, he's just a quack. Like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Why is he a part of Harvard? Like, how do you all back this guy? So a bunch of the people on the committee looked into it and they're like, no. They said there's a quote in there that says, Dr. Mack remains a member in good standing of the Harvard faculty of medicine they're like he's legit like what he's saying is legit you need to listen to him yeah like he's not trying to coerce these kids into like saying something specific yeah because why would he yeah he's just a doctor of psychiatry talking to these children trying to get their stories and trying to help them through it Mm -hmm. and trying to help the parents understand how to help their kids through this wow craziness Kara. Yes, Megan. I have been seeing all over TikTok these hair straighteners. Ever since I got my hair cut, I still feel like I'm learning how to do my hair all over mm-hmm. again. Let me tell you, I have found one that works really well. It's um, from Tymo, uh-huh. T-Y-M-O. Yes. And it is the company for getting the best type of straightener for everything your hair could possibly need. It's all over social media right now with products from $59.99 to top-of-the-line straighteners. Each of their products are built to last and have so many options for whatever your hair needs are. So Karen and I received a couple of the products. Oh we gosh. got a so straightener and a blow dryer. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about the straightener because that's the one that I have used. It has a cordless design, which makes it so right. handy. You traveled with it. Yes. So it's great for getting a good hair reset on the go because it's so portable and convenient. It's called the Porta. It has this 3D comb design, which is enhanced by cutting edge MCH anionic technology. So you brush it through your hair, it straightens as it goes, and it pushes against this ceramic plate that gives a frictionless glide that promises to curb frizz by 50%. And I've totally seen that because my hair gets frizzy and this just really smooths it out. I really loved it. Okay, so I got the air hype. I'm obsessed with it. I have just like naturally curly wavy hair so it was a huge game changer for me it dries your hair in half the normal time and it keeps your hair safe and shiny which i noticed immediately mm-hmm. i didn't even need to straighten it afterwards and usually i do because usually i have all those wild like curls left over yeah. the wind power on this thing is 
intense. It's wild. Like I turned it up. I was like, let's play with these buttons. Okay. So it has three magnetic styling attachments. They're all amazing. You know how some blow dryers you get are like, if you go to a hotel and there's a diffuser and you're like, oh my gosh, this is like tearing my hair to pieces and it's right. going to be so tangled. Not with this one. Nice. And it's magnetic. So it's great. So right now you guys, our listeners can get 30% off their first order at timobeauty.com. T-Y-M-O beauty.com using the code WMM30. So that's just two M's. You guys know our codes usually have three. So just keep that in mind. So with so many great products to choose from, now's the time to upgrade your styling and curling kit. So go to tymobeauty.com and use the code WMM30 for 30% off your first purchase. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay. The kids said, you know, like basic details, silver objects. They said that they described them as discs. They appeared in the sky. They floated down to the field of brush and like inside some small trees, like in that area or whatever. He said between one and four creatures, they had big eyes. Like I said, they dressed in black, exited the craft, approached the kids. Some of the fifth graders said, well, something's about to happen. Pollution mustn't be is what one of the aliens said to one of the kids. Pollution mustn't be. Wow. That's not something a fifth grader is going to say. No. No. Mustn't be is not. Yeah. An 11-year-old girl told Mac, the doctor, he's, she said, I think they want people to know that we're actually making harm on this world and we mustn't get too technologed, is what she said. Uh, one child said that he was told that the world would end because they're not taking care of the planet. Um, and you can still find parts of his interviews with the kids on YouTube. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if I can watch that. Nope. Seeing kids say scary things and terrifying. There's a couple of things on you, no TikTok that are like, tell me creepy things that your kids have said to you or whatever. Ooh, I'll go no, first. And I'm like, not. don't go first. Don't, <laughs> don't ever. Don't first. ever. There was one time, side note, Willow sees dead people, of course. So we're driving by this house. Of course. Of you course. Know, we're you know driving by does. this house in Nicholasville. And she's like, there's a little boy on that porch that died in a fire. So, of course, I call my friend James. And I'm like, was there a fire at this house? And he's like, years ago, Kara. And yes, a child died in that fire. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, Willow. <laughs> Willow. Willow is precious and perfect and really scary. Terrifying. <laughs> okay. I so, love her so much. <laughs> yes. Okay. So it said the children were adamant they did not see a plane because people were like, okay, but you saw an airplane. You don't know when it was. It was an airplane. And they're like, no, 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 no. I do um, know what an airplane is. Yeah. Kids know what an airplane is. Yes. So some of the kids, all these kids come from different backgrounds. They're in a private school, an expensive private school. They're coming from all over the world. So some of them said, you know, it was definitely UFOs. Others said that were from the area said they were, tick. I think it's tickleoshes. They were creatures of folklore in the area. And they would take the form of short little men that lived in the water. And I'm like, those are freaking aliens. Tickleoshes. Tickleoshes. Yeah. Maybe it's just aliens. Yep. Um, What if all the mythical creatures are aliens? aliens. Mothman. Mm, That's all I got. I can't think of a single other one. Skinwalkers. Um, Chupacabra. And they're all aliens. Yeah. And that's why they disappear sometimes. And they show back up. Holy shit. (laughs) I figured it out. Make, I figured, make, it, figured out. it out. Fairy, fairy solves mystery solved. Bigfoot. All those mysteries. Yep, we Every got it. Every single one. Yes, we've got it. 
So in December 2020, Brian Dunning devoted an episode of his Skeptoid podcast to the incident. And in it, he noted some children in the school claimed that they had not seen anything unusual that day. So he was just like, you know, maybe they weren't exposed to modern media and they weren't familiar with UFOs and alien visitors. So why would they say this? Why would they... Why would the other kids be like, yeah, there was an alien. Yeah, there was a UFO. Yeah, that said this to me, like, with its brain. Right. How would they have like, yeah, had that yeah. in their head to make up a story? Is that what you yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but then he was like, he. it says he criticized the interviewing techniques of behind Cynthia and John. He said that she interviewed some of the children in groups, so maybe they all got their stories from each other. But why would they all run to the teachers saying the same exact thing before she interviewed them because she didn't interview them till the next day and even drawing the same picture it's like even if you all heard each other's stories it seems like drawing the same pictures would take an extra level of yeah. like coordinating your stories yeah. you know yeah so here's exactly what it looked like here, right you know what i mean yeah i don't know i don't know it's well, hard to say without seeing the pictures myself but it seems yes. like that could be hard to fake yes several of the witnesses still maintain that what is reported is true um, in 2014, the Mail and Guardian spoke to one witness who said that she fears that the creatures will return and that she can sense when they're back in the atmosphere. And here's an article on one of the interviews with this specific student. Okay. She said, what do you want to know? Actually, it'll be simpler if I just shoot. It happened. Okay. 62 kids between the ages of about 6 and 12 saw the aliens land, get out of their little ships. When the kids returned to class, they were completely freaked out. Couldn't stop nattering about little men who looked a bit like Michael Jackson. The teachers told him to shut up, as teachers are wont to do, and classes proceeded. She said Hines' narrative closely mirrors this recollection, and she said, you know, the kids had told her they landed in the long grass with thorns, in the bushes where trees were growing, and she was just like, you know, maybe the kids are curious, but they're afraid. One of the students said... At first, it was a little man in a black suit. It may have been Mrs. Stevens' gardener, but then he saw the figure, had long, straight black hair, and he was like, nope, that's not the gardener. So yeah. they were like, well, maybe maybe this is, maybe it's an alien. Yeah. Like, the alien had hair. That's weird. Even when you said the alien was dressed, I thought that was strange, because it mm -hmm. took me a minute to be like, I don't know, I guess I've never thought about what clothes aliens would wear, or yeah. that they'd wear clothes at all. Yeah. So then another kid who is now an adult said, I could see the little man was dressed in a black shiny suit that he had long black hair and his eyes, which seemed lower on the cheek than our eyes, mm -mm. were large and elongated. Mm -mm. Um, the mouth was just a slit and the ears were hardly discernible. Mm -mm. Mm, I don't like it at all. I don't like it at I all. I feel like as a kid saying that would just scare the crap out of you. Yes. Yeah, and then Cynthia said, what a frightening incident for our society that when we're confronted by something we don't understand, we don't even attempt to open our minds to that event. She was just like, I feel so bad for these kids that their parents are in disbelief. Yeah. After, like, going through this meeting with that um, initial student, Sarah, the girl that I mentioned above, where she was like, I can sense when they're in the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. She said, to be perfectly honest, I don't think you would be here talking to me now if it wasn't for that woman talking about Cynthia. Mm -hmm. 
She said what happened at the school was certainly weird. So many kids coming back from break with similar stories, but I doubted many people would have heard about it if Hind hadn't made such a fuss. She was the first person to interview the kids and got the news out to all sorts of important people, Mac included, the psychiatrist, as if, you know, finally here was some vindication. Mm-hmm. And it says Hind's description of Mac from this time do indeed suggest she regarded him as something of a redeemer figure. That he had, like, a very open mind to everything. She said he was able to get through to parents and teachers and convince them, even if they didn't believe the children, it was counterproductive to accuse them of lying. Mm -hmm. That's Um, true. I mean, that's a good point. Yes. So it just goes on to talk about how, like, everybody, this is just, like, one of the biggest incidences and everybody continues to refer back to this and compare it. And they're just like, maybe this is true because... You know, humans need to treat the Earth's system just better. Mm-hmm. So where are we getting that from? Like, where are we hearing that from? Like, is it just people being like, come on, guys, like, let's do better? Or did it come from the aliens? Yeah, where did it start? Like, <laughs> yes. why did we suddenly start paying attention? Yes. That's interesting. And then it goes into to say, in 2016, another witness, Emily, um, started doing paintings that she described as a manifestation of the messages she received from the beings that day. Man. Yeah. Um, And then more interviews with more of the students. They were just talking about how they recounted that they saw bright lights coming down from the sky, aliens exiting the spaceships. And then there's another 2020 documentary, The Phenomenon. And it spoke about how the experience affected all these kids. Wow. Gosh, that's so many witnesses. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 62 students at that school. And it says that now, like, since the news has gone out about that school, that school has definitely grown. So good for that school. But I don't think that was their intention. No. Not at all. And These also, kids did not see aliens to get more students in the school. It de- oh, Yeah, I don't <laughs> care. I don't know that I would have expected that to have that effect. It seems like Mm-mm. it could have almost have gone the other way, right? As far uh-huh. as like, oh, we're not going to send. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, no, that's weird. Or And also it's like, it's a whole bunch of witnesses and it doesn't seem like anybody's recounted what they said. Like nobody's yeah. been like, actually, oh, no. I made that up. No, like this one girl is terrified and says to this day, like she knows when they're near. That's so freaky. Terrifying. I wish that the environment hadn't become such a politicized issue. I know. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's like that around the world, but I know it is here in, in the United States. It's very liberal versus conservative. Yes. How you feel. And it just seems like another one of those issues that should just be like. It's been hey weaponized. Guys, let's just like take care of the planet. Yeah, it's been weaponized. Like one side overblows the threat, and the other side um, makes wants to make you discount everything you hear about it. So yeah. it's just so like, guys, quit weaponizing things, and let's just tell the truth about exactly. it. Exactly. That's how I wish <laughs> everything in the world was. Yeah. But the, the environment, know. especially, you know. we're yeah. just making small leaps I mean, and bounds here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I couldn't possibly be referring to any other issue no. in the world. No, no, no. It's like one side is full on. Uh, in support of a thing so then the other side has to pretend it doesn't exist yeah and, exactly. I, and i'm talking strictly about the environmental yes. issues of course nothing right. else nothing, nothing else. else at all no Mm-mm. but it's weird to me you know yeah so there's that that's hey. so crazy <laughs> how do you i know we've, we've done a few episodes on aliens but like i don't know they all sound completely believable do any to of me. you all have alien encounter stories oh, gosh please i would love that oh my gosh 
I, like your personal, even if it's like a UFO thing, like yes. anything that has made you think like, yeah, that's I believe an alien. in aliens. That's or, a spaceship. That's a cause Skinwalker Ranch. I'm obsessed with yes. learning about. Even if you personally have it, is there a UFO story that has made you be like a believer? Yeah. Or a non-believer. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Because I think it's so fascinating. And I always think, like, the universe is so big, it's hard for me to think that there's nothing else out there. Oh, my gosh. Those TikToks that are like, yeah, we're exploring space because we were terrified to explore the waters. And I'm like, hm, nope, good idea. Also. Not yeah. getting in that. No. no. Well, we already know that everything in the water is going to kill us. Yeah, it's so. going to eat us. Anything. Care, everything. Care and I have done all the investigation of yeah, the water we, that we need to do. We are good to go. <laughs> I've been in a lake, okay? okay I, like, my skin is crawling thinking about it. Just, like, flying off of those tubes that you get pulled on on the back of a boat way too fast to where your neck would snap if you landed wrong. But then I've you're there in the water and the boat's before. gone. <laughs> the boat is gone and there's creatures brushing up against your legs. Yeah. I cannot, cannot do I this know. anymore. I know. And there's dead bodies in mm -hmm. there. And there's giant catfish yeah, no, and, thank and you. And those are just the things we know about. Yeah. <laughs> the look Kara just gave me, you guys. <laughs> Cannot do it. I like that you and I are both terrified of the same things. The same exact things. We can't ride rides. We think we're going to die on airplanes, but we're yeah. going to ride them anyway. So we make jokes. We do it because that's our morbid sense of humor. <laughs> I love you. Yep, I love you too. <laughs> um, thank you guys for listening. Please, yeah. if you have any alien-related stories. We um, want to know about all of them. And also, again, every weird story you've got. Yeah. Um. Thank you for listening. Yes, we love you all so much. I hope you enjoy the rest of your Tuesday, and we'll be back Friday with another episode. Heck yeah. If you would like to contact us in any way, all the links are in the show notes. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. You can email us at witchesmagicmurder. <laughs> and mystery is no, it no no which is which is magic murder mystery at gmail.com i always forget which ones we have an and in, i mean i could have that i could have made it but to where so and was in everything that's really long mm -hmm. i just like to make things difficult as mm -hmm. much as i can complication it's here we thing. are <laughs> at its finest okay we love you <laughs> so much goodbye goodbye <laughs>